Hello and welcome to Platforms for Future. This podcast is about building and scaling B2B platform ventures to help you to accelerate and de-risk your journey with practical tips and insights. In our conversations, we talk to founders, executives, and experts uncovering what they experienced and learned building their ventures. But we also cover new trends like ecosystem strategies, IoT and data platforms, Web3 and sustainability. This podcast is complementary to our Platform Innovation Kit toolset and the Platform Academy, where you can find more tools and learning opportunities for you and your team. For more information, please visit platforminnovationkit.com. And now, enjoy today's conversation. Hello and welcome to this uh, new episode of uh, our podcast, Platforms for Future. I'm very pleased to be with you, Matthias, again. Hi, Natalie. Also very pleased. And even more pleased uh, to uh, be talking today about uh, a platform that's uh, having a real uh, impact on environment. Um, And for this, we've got a duet or duo. that's coming from Suez, and I'm going to uh, introduce uh, Leo Michelier, who's the digital product owner of Organics, a platform from Suez that they will uh, introduce. And then also Paul Begery, who's the project manager of this platform. So welcome, Paul and Leo. Thank you, Nathalie. Thank you very much. Yeah, we're very excited, uh, as I said, because uh, we're going to talk about uh, uh, this new platform and uh, about uh, you know the the uh, the real impact uh, uh, on the, the environment that you you as a as a company uh, uh, are pushing. So, can you tell us first of all a bit who you both are and what is Organics? So I, I am Leo Michelier, as you said, and I'm the, the, the digital product owner of, uh, of Organics, this pl- platform made by Suez. Uh, so I have uh, an engineering background, uh, have been working for uh, Suez for four years now in both uh, digital and sustainability solutions. And I have been working for two years uh, for uh, Organics uh, as, uh, as one of my main projects. And basically my uh, responsibility um, is to work w- both with the operational teams, um, so that's that's meant to say with uh, Paul, uh, and the development uh, teams uh, in order to translate the needs of the users uh, into relevant functionalities uh, for uh, for uh, the the web application. Okay, and so I'm I'm Paul Begri. I'm the project manager of Organics. So I use the marketplace on a day-to-day use. And um, what can I say? Uh, Organics is the first digital marketplace that connects a producer of organic waste with more than 250 uh, registered biogas plants. So it's based on uh, basically a binding process. And we propose a, a turnkey offer because we also manage like transportation. Great. So, can you tell us a little more, a little bit more concretely about uh, you know what what is uh, uh, the uh, what are the the journeys or the experience on on both sides uh, uh, that you are uh, providing, so that we concretely see uh, you know, or maybe give an example, that, yeah. so that we concretely see what the platform is doing. Yeah. Yeah. Of course. Um, for an, ex- for an example, I'm um, I'm a, a food industry. I make like I don't know um, 
uh, apple juice. Uh, so I've got a plant and um, every day I have like tons of apple, who is the result of the um, uh, fabrication of our, of our apple juice. And I don't know how to and what to do with this, um, with these apples. And I know um, because of the regulation that I have to valorize it so I can register it on organics. In a few minutes, I can make an offer that still would be like proposed to several biogas plants. And um, in a few days, you have some methanizer that can propose offers and then uh, take care of, um, of transportation and you can like just valorize easily and fastly your, your all your bio waste materials. So when and give maybe uh, so you gave a, a few numbers of the num of um, companies that are already registered on the platform. When did you launch? Can you give a little bit of history mm -hmm. and maybe of uh, why did you uh, did Suez uh, go into uh, uh, building this platform? Um, yes, of course. So if we come back to the very uh, origin of Organics, so it was born from uh, internal call for innovation projects uh, from uh, Suez in 2017 um, and from that uh, it took about a year to gather the, the expertise of the operational teams, uh, talk with them about the needs uh, of the users, uh, build the business model, understand uh, how uh, other um, solutions could also be working, uh, develop the functionalities uh, with the developers, um, all of this. Um, and then, so from 2018 uh, or so, uh, we launched the platform. And in 2021, uh, we realized that we had uh, accumulated enough knowledge and feedback about our users um, regarding the applications, that what, they, what the users liked, what could be improved, um, things like this. And as a result, uh, we came up with the with a second version of the tool uh, very recently in 2021, late 2021, actually. Uh, so I, we believe that the second version has been improving uh, a lot the user experience, uh, especially on the onboarding side. Maybe we can talk about this later, but this was one of the most, uh, the, the most, the highlights of the second version. So that was for the history about the of the of the of the tool, um, and then for the reason why we launched uh, Organics. Well, like you said, um, the, the the world is dealing with uh, climate change on a daily basis, and they already have a lot of visible consequences on of environmental uh, disruption, and they will be more and more visible in the future also. Um, actually, according to the IPCC report, um, we basically only have three years uh, before it's too late, before we see uh, tangible uh, repercussion of climate change every day. Uh, so, of course, there are many ways to fight against climate change, and, and Suez is fighting about uh, climate change in many ways also. But for this specific project, um, we, we thought uh, that working toward a greener energy system uh, and waste management was a, a good option. So if we focus on energy, the energy system, so for now in, in France, we, we have a goal at the national level to have more than 33% of the energy consumption uh, coming from renewable resources. Um, and we already have 
kind of this objective for 2020, it was 23%, but we couldn't reach uh, this goal. So that really shows that we really have to focus on that kind of, uh, of challenges if we want to really meet them uh, and, and tackle environmental uh, disruption. So at Suez, we, we saw that. But at the same time, we wanted to, to, to leverage and, and build on our expertise, which is waste management, or at least one of our expertise is waste management. So uh, we believed that focusing on, on, on this subject, the, 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 the biogas and waste management subject was very relevant for us because it mixes both the waste management and the energy sector. Um, so at, at the same time, really, the, the, the market is, is growing uh, really rapidly, the market of, uh, of biogas, I mean. Um, so it has been multiplied by the, I mean, the energy production of biogas in France has been multiplied by around four in 10 years. So that's, that's kind of a lot. And there are more than 1000 uh, biogas plants already. And, and this, this figure is growing uh, every year. So if we wanted to kind of structure the market and uh, please all the counterparts, uh, we really had to to construct a tool that would be uh, relevant for for Suez to do, to do that, and and as a result, we uh, we built uh, organic uh, to please both the producers that want to find uh, relevant treatments for their waste, but also biogas plants that are more and more and and that are more and more searching for steady steady uh, sources of of bio of uh, of bio waste. So that's uh, that that's for the context of organics. Sounds sounds very impre um, impressive. Uh, can you also talk a little bit more more about the market? So, um, how big is this market for renewable energy, and how, how big is the part um, this kind of renewable or gas uh, is part of it? Um, well, maybe Paul can add some information, but uh, I, I will I will try. Um, so. The, in, in France today, there are more than uh, 1,000 uh, biogas plants. So that's the size of the market, the, the total market. And the, as I said, this will be growing and growing very exponentially to, to some extent uh, in, the, in the future years. Um, but for now, in, 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 uh, in organics, we already uh, have more than 250 biogas plants, which as a result represent uh, about 25% of the total share of methanizers of uh, biogas plants. But we also have to take into account the fact that there are some very small uh, biogas plants that might not be uh, part of our, uh, of our targets. Uh, so that's for biogas plants and for, yes? Yeah, I, I can say in the other way, uh, concerning the, um, the organic waste, organic materials, we do know we can have in France, we know that we have some uh, around three to four billions of tons of organic materials coming from um, food industry plants. And um, on organics, what we can say is that we deal with like one around 140, um, 100,000 of tons of uh, organic materials. So, It's basically not a lot, but we it's it's kind of a big market because this is uh, concerning the three to four billion tons concerning the food industry. But you also have another market, which is um, six to seven billions of tons 
of uh, bio waste from you and all the cities? Yeah, because I, when we prepared this call, I was quite surprised to see, you know, I would have thought from the producer side, you can think of uh, farmers and, uh, you know, such uh, companies, but you also mentioned ports and municipalities and insurance companies, which yes. totally surprised me. Um, but that means that the producer market is really huge. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, ports, we can we can explain that with like you have, you have a big boat with uh, cereals, for example, and it has been like it's it's wet or it's rotten. Then you can you can't use it anymore in the in the f- classic food industry or for animal food. So the only way is like uh, you can compost it and you can go to biogas plants. But we we found out that methanation is um, you get more profit if you sell it to a biogas plant than if you compost it and. It's better because you create like renewable energy. Energy. And yeah. Maybe we can say something about how it works, how um, how methanation works. It's um, it's briefly a biological process that digests organic material, and um, organic materials is like um, basically also like all uh, vegetal and animal materials and um, you transform it into a gas and this gas once it's purified you can generate electricity you can generate heat you can generate uh, biogas and fuel and something everybody do not really know also is that uh, from after you create this biogas and electricity and heat you have a result who can be used as a fertilizer organic fertilizer and it's used on the fields around the biogas plant and it replaces um, chemicals fertilizer. So that's also um, all this, um, this loop, this good loop uh, of the biogas industry. And then and also from my understanding, so you talked about apples. Um, how long does it uh, take for an apple to become energy? So uh, is it, is um, it one month, two months, one year? Yeah. <laughs> It, it's, it depends on the on the process of the biogas plants, but um, in average, it's like 30, 30 days. Oh, like you really can fast. imagine it as a, yeah. a biogas plant as a stomach. It's it's basically a stomach, a cow stomach who has to work like every day, uh, 24 hours a day. So it has to be feed every time to be a, a healthy stomach. So that's one of the challenges of the biogas plant uh, sector and industry because it has to always um, you always have to feed your plants with uh, with kind of food <laughs> yeah and you, you talked about the challenge so uh, i think having the idea is one part but uh, starting and building up your customer base is the is, is the second part so what was the key challenge for you to uh, grow your customer base so on the one hand side of course you developed the, 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 the platform from a technical perspective but also from a market perspective so how do you started to onboard was it more like the apple producers or more the metanizers so how you solved the chicken egg problem how you onboarded your customers yeah, the, the challenge is not the same with uh, metanizers and producers because for regarding to metanizers, it's, I would say, pretty easy to onboard them into organics because, uh, as I said, they're always looking for 
some new materials. So they agree with the concept of organics and they register like easily. Whereas in the other end, it's not the same um, challenge um, for producers because you are in a non very digitalized sector. And these people who have uh, a food industry and they have this apple, they don't know what to do with it. They don't really uh, use, they are not used to um, use a digital tool to, um, to find a way to valorize it. So um, first of all, I would say that, as we said, we relied on, uh, on stress and we used um, the forces of uh, commercial, the commercial forces of stress. So we have uh, the team of organics, but we rely on different um, commercial teams of stress that help organics to be known um, for producers. And then you have the, um, the tool part. Maybe Leo, you can talk about how we worked on. So, so this was kind of. So it was kind of an unfair advantage you could use, right? So your partnership or your origin in Suez, you could leverage the existing relationships with the customers and you can um, yeah, use them to easier onboard them and convince them to use organics. Yeah, that, that's, that's clearly a force we used. And so that, that's for the commercial part. And then I think it's interesting to talk about the, the tool, how we realized that um, it's easy to digitalize this uh, that that biogas plants part of the um, of the activity of our activity and how we realize we have to simplify things um, regarding to the digitalization of uh, our pure producer. Yeah, that's uh, that that was uh, kind of the objective of the version two that I was mentioning before. So during the version one, uh, we did not solve the, the chicken egg issue that you were mentioning. And as a result, we, we, we realized that the producers really struggled to onboard the platform because we built at the very beginning the platform as uh, a classic uh, marketplace platform. And as a result, the onboarding system of the producers was um, maybe not suited uh, for um, people that are really not used to digital uh, tools, and as a result, when you're a producers, uh, a producer, sorry, you and you want to push an offer to organics, you because there are a lot of regulation uh, constraints, you have to f fill up many many fields, and uh, this this process of filling up many fields uh, was. Um, complicated was complicated yes for the for the the producers that basically all gave up and so we transformed the platform in the second version to have uh, to to guide uh, the producers and every step to fill up the the field that really are uh, compulsory to be filled and we let the other field to be uh, non-compulsory so that we can engage a dialogue between the back office and the tool also. So we have a human layer before um, the, the tool. And we had we had to add a human layer yeah. to be very, very um, reactive because uh, we clearly say on the on the platform that we will call you to complete this other other information. We need to propose your offer to uh, biogas plants. Dear listeners, 
I hope you enjoy our podcast and you can learn more about building and scaling a successful platform business. I'm Matthias, CEO of Fastbreak One. And as you know, we at Fastbreak One are platform entrepreneurs by heart. Since over 20 years, we are building new platforms and this makes us one of the most experienced platform venture builders around the globe. If you are a corporate and you tried out different strategies, consultants, IT partners, but your platform initiative struggles to scale, please check out our assessment services. For example, we work closely together with a leading insurance company who tried to establish a platform for two years, but the results were below expectations and the risk to fail was very high. Within one month, we helped them to understand the bottlenecks and created a step-by-step -step plan to scale. Today, we are working very closely with the company and the platform became a market leader. Yes, we are no consultants. We are entrepreneurs and we love to share the risk and go full in in building new platform ventures. Learn more about our experience and our practices of work at our website www.fastbreak.one or send us an email to contact at fastbreak.one. And now let's go back to the conversation. Yeah, I find that really interesting what you just said on two parts, particularly. First, you said we've initially built it like a classic marketplace. This is, uh, to me, we, we're seeing this uh, a lot. People, uh, gen because the marketplace is the type of platforms that we all know and use in B2C particularly. So it seems like the uh, easiest, but it's absolutely not the easiest. And the second uh, um, element that then you you so you put forward in version two is uh, that to facilitate the onboarding, uh, so the, the customer journey on the producer side, mm -hmm. um, the easy onboarding being absolutely key for for the network effects, right? Uh, you added a human layer again. It's a, it's a false. Um, uh, expectation that a digital platform is digital only and uh, it you know sometimes you have to build in uh, human or um, maybe infrastructure layers into the 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 value stack of your platform and um, and that you know makes uh, the onboarding easier the copying harder uh, so uh, and the and the value that is brought uh, higher also so that's very interesting from from a, a, a technical point of view from a, a platform uh, business modeling sometimes we we want to automate everything because we we think that this like more automation is associated with best yeah. efficiency but in specific sectors especially in non really digital one that that's not the case and it's we have to we have to build a, a custom custom journey for our customers to to be onboarded correctly exactly and maybe at some point in uh, in a few <laughs> Yes, or, or months. I don't know. You will, you will maybe reduce that layer, but uh, yeah. I think well, that's yeah. very. That's, that's the goal. That's yeah. clearly the objective. Yeah. But there's also another, another challenge is that like waste management sector, we have a lot of regulation, so we have to fill up a lot of technical information, mm. and yeah. the 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 one who is behind his computer and filling the the form for creating an offer, he. Does he maybe doesn't know all the information? So um, you have some transport uh, information, you have some regulation information, you have some 
characteristic of your bio waste mm -hmm. information, like physically and biological information. And, and at, the, yeah. at the beginning, we all we have we all have we had sorry all this information. Like we were some somehow saying like you work and uh, we receive your offer and we and we propose it to the um, to the biogas plants. And now we are more saying that you feel what you what you have and then we will work together to know what we still need to know to uh, propose your offer yeah yes you also mentioned regulation plays a part i think hey this is waste uh, <laughs> you, you you throw it away so why why is there a regulated market why why is there some a lot of regulation maybe and regulation complexity for me it's just waste yeah but it's uh, yeah it's just waste but for example if you are if you have some animal parts it will be very different if you have like some vegetal waste if you have some animal waste then as i said we go to uh, the biogas plants you make gas but then you have the um, what we call digesta the organic fertilizer like you put it in the ground again and in this ground you will grow like some new cereals or something something else so because of that, it has to be like um, uh, restricted because your your biogas plant will be different if you can receive like animal waste or only vegetal waste. This is kind of the main reason it's, uh, it's strictly regulated. So you exactly need to know what, what it is, um, what is the material, what is the organic and so on, so what it consists of and then, uh, okay. Yeah, and also because uh, we need a lot of information because um, biogas plants treat waste, but it's it's um, it's a plant like it's technical, and you have a lot of different uh, chemicals and physical information you have to know if you want your industry to work well and to yeah to to create like good biogas. And uh, you also say that um, so the organics is now covering whole France or are there any other markets uh, besides France on board already on board it? So uh, as for now, we are only dealing with the France sector because we are kind of a, a new product already. We, ha we haven't, like we said at the beginning, uh, reached uh, the entire possible market in France. So that our objective in the first place is to, is to, is to deal with this. Uh, and then uh, in the midterm, maybe we will uh, will go for other foreign markets. Um, and it's, it's totally possible, but like we just mentioned, uh, there are many regulations and those regulations can be moving from a country to another. And this add another challenge, another uh, difficulty layer that we will have to deal with. So although we're the first marketplace uh, in France, uh, I, I think for the moment we have to build on this uh, on this leverage. Yeah, because sorry, you will have uh, uh, regulations that are different within the different countries, but also from what I understand, exporting or importing waste also uh, uh, is a, a particular um, uh, has particular regulations. So it's not like. Uh, are you saying that France is very regulated? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no. Same with other countries. Yeah. But maybe an easier market than Germany. Really? Oh, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know that. <laughs> I don't know. Um, 
Yeah. Yeah, coming to your business model. Um, so um, it sounds really interesting because you make money out of waste. Um, so how does it really work with organics? How do you also uh, have an um, yeah have a viable business model? Yeah. So our um, so first of all, the registration on the on the tool is totally free uh, for both uh, producers and and biogas plants. There is no paid subscription or or anything like this. And uh, our business model is based on on the, on the transactions uh, that we made. So every time a product is it bought uh, by 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 a, by a biogas producer, uh, we take a small fee on this uh, on the price of the of the waste. And then if the biogas plants want us to take care about the transportation, which is very often the case, uh, we also take a certain percentage on the transportation uh, price. Uh, so that, that make up to, to our business model. That's, that's the way we deal with it. So it's basically transaction-based plus yeah. adding value-adding services like coordination of transport. Um, so you have also a hybrid model. Yeah. So you're covering, um, so I'm looking at this from, uh, again, from a more technical perspective uh, about uh, platform business modeling. So when um, a, a platform creates value on four levels, uh, the first one is the impact. Uh, so clearly uh, you are uh, able to measure the impact and the positive impact on uh, sustainability and, and recycling. Um, the second one is the marketplace. So you have that element of marketplace. The third layer is the intelligence and the data. And the fourth layer is the infrastructure. So for the infrastructure, it can be, for example, human or digital infrastructure, or even the transportation um, um offering that you have um, just back to the layer of, of data and intelligence is there anything that you have or that is planned maybe on this uh, level so um, additional services based on data or, or using data collected by the platform to improve the marketplace services for example or you know Yeah, so we are, first of all, really happy that you mentioned uh, our impact on uh, on the environment and on circular economy, because that's one, that's one of our main goal. Uh, but yes, regarding uh, data management, I, I think we have, um, we, we, we could be working on something that, that's, um, if I want to explain this, I, I need to, first of all, explain the fact that we are, Uh, we have um, an algorithm that allows us to calculate uh, the cost of, tra of transportation um, in in an automatic way, based on several parameters, like uh, of course uh, location of both uh, departure and the uh, and the destination, the kind of or the kind of transportation that will will be used, uh, the kind of uh, the kind of, of waste that is transported, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. So that's. Um, That's something that is already using some data, but um, it's not using machine learning or, or things like this. Uh, but we are accumulating data for at each transaction. So I think in the future, but this is yeah. kind of a midterm improvement. We could be using those uh, those uh, transactions data in order to uh, improve the accuracy of our model and maybe build up on on machine learning automatisms or or things like this, but this is kind of a, a mid-term uh, mid goal. Yeah, and what I could add is that 
we on a on a manual way we collect data and information about the prices and um, and the um, physical information of the materials and then we get we so as we said we have on the phone the producer and because it's a new market because biogas plant is a new market sometimes they do not know how they can sell for how much they can sell the um, the materials and we have um uh we have this this um yeah uh, we can technically advise them on the prices they can put and they can receive from the materials and for the moment it's just knowing in the back of his uh, heads but after that as you say leo maybe we can use all this information for example we could uh, imagine that as um as we can see on a Airbnb or in Blablacar, you can recommend the price from a bio waste. It could be very interesting. Regarding yeah, I think, the information you have, we can recommend prices. I think back markets do this. I think they have a, 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 an algorithm for recommending the prices depending on the uh, uh, availability of the products and the the, mm-hmm. uh, the state of the product. Are they in good state or mm-hmm. not good state of reconditioned products? And but actually, your your when I'm looking at, at the platform um, value layers, uh, a bit like back market, you're leveraging the four layers. Uh, of course, there's always some uh, you know improvement and development on each layer but that makes uh, the value of the platform much greater and like i said also uh, it makes it much more difficult to copy so mm-hmm. uh, it's very uh, very interesting and it also uh, from a business um, uh, um, modeling perspective uh, it makes uh, it, it adds some elements of monetization also like you mentioned the transportation for example um i think what what um uh so you know talking about uh, uh the the value proposition uh, the, the again of of uh, or the unique value proposition of organics um you mentioned uh, uh earlier that you had some partnerships uh in place uh, that uh, you have set up to 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 maybe feed that producer side uh can you give us some examples of partnerships that you have uh, built yeah you may- I, i would say that we worked with like big food industries in like beverage or milk industry or or cereal transformation industries um as well as small cooperatives farmers yeah that's that's one of uh, one of the advantages of i think of organics is that we are dealing with both very big companies and also Um, and also rather smaller um, actors. Uh, so we are covering the anti-sector, uh, both from a size per- perspective, but also from a, a location perspective, because they can be located everywhere in, in France. Yeah, the advantage of a platform is the enabling or looking at the long tail of the market. So all the small producers, the small consumers and connecting them in a highly efficient way. Um, and you said you already kind of cover about 25% of the market, which is really very impressive. So looking at into the future, so what is your kind of a, your vision you have in mind? So are you kind of a North Star a narrative you're trying to follow? What what do you want to, exp- uh, to, to achieve in the next years? Mm. Um, 
I think if we talking about short terms, um, we really want for the moment to uh, still grow our user base and, and keep increasing the number of transaction on the platform. That is the short term vision. Yeah. And and then well on the maybe a little bit long term vision. Um, we can we can build up on the expertise of Suez uh, regarding the technology to kind of mix what we have already done with other projects and incorporate them incorporate this technology into organics and i think it, it can be relevant in in many aspects but one of them is like because like the organic waste sector is very regulated uh, the quality of the products we are managing uh, should be controlled in a very efficient way um, so it could be very interesting to integrate uh, traceability mechanisms to organics. Uh, so when we talk about traceability, uh, I, I think we can think about the benefits of, of blockchain technology and, uh, well, to, to secure data and guarantee that what's happening on the value chain is really happening to some extent. Uh, and at US, we have already been building a solution, which is called Circular Chain. Uh, and uh, which is dealing with uh, um, notifying all the uh, all the data in in the blockchain for other well for the moment we are not uh, dealing with uh, biogas especially but we're dealing with uh, agricultural byproducts such such as uh, sludge or, or things like this so uh, I, I think we could uh, we could leverage on, on this. Um, and other also other plans like maybe going to to Germany uh, to say okay we can we can maybe we definitely need this uh, I don't know if there's already a solution like this available in Germany maybe maybe yes maybe no I don't know um, but uh, why not duplicating the model uh, to other countries so we talked about cross border but you said the cross-border exchange of waste is also highly regulated, maybe too complicated, but why not um, using the same base you have, like the platform you developed in France and copy it, let's say copy in, <laughs> in a simple set, but uh, yeah. um, uh, hard to achieve, but um, yeah, move it also to Germany and other countries. Wow. Yeah. No, but really there could be a solution because when, when we built organics in the first place, uh, our objective was also to build up, like I said, on the expertise of Suez and the expertise of Suez regarding uh, biogas treatment in France is especially, uh, especially important. But we are also dealing with this kind of market in other countries uh, with, with Suez overall. So yes, we, we could indeed uh, uh, work in other countries. And that's, that's, uh, that's a, a mid-long term goal, I'd say. So you already have a, the demand from the, from the yeah, German we have, people, we have apparently. <laughs> and and, and uh, maybe a secret question here, but we, you know we are among, among us, nobody is really listening. So um, how much do you say is your success is depending on, uh, on Suez? So could you have achieved this uh, by yourself also? Or do you think, no, uh, without Suez, it wouldn't be um, that of a success? I think we, we depend on Suez. Like, um, most of all, we depend on Suez. Because we, as we said at the beginning, we, we at the beginning depending on the commercial uh, forces of stress. And then we also rely for transportation on the many contacts 
uh, in the transportation activity to have like the best prices for transportation. And also because, uh, I don't know, economically we, we should, uh, we are supported also by Suez at the beginning because as we said, we are the first marketplace and, and it's a, um, digitalized this uh, intersection with the waste management sector and biogas sector is, is pretty much a new thing. So yeah, uh, Suez is an environmental actor and it really helped us to, um, to achieve our objectives. Yeah, and we also benefit uh, from the, the image of Suez uh, for our clients. I, I think this is one of, of also one of our advantages besides technological and, and, uh, and expertise um, advantages. But to answer your question, I think we can look also at the, the competitors. There are other uh, digital tools that are not doing the same thing as us, but are evolving in the same sector. And we can see that they're not focused on, on all kinds of users and products like we are. They're not necessarily covering the same level of, uh, uh, of, of territory. Their, their reach is also, I think, um, less important. And, um, and, and those, those digital tools, they're not supported by another big companies like Suez. So I, I think by comparing, we can say that working with Suez definitely helped us, helped us at least to, to be more visible and, and reach the, a, a very big market very rapidly, I think. Yeah, and also I guess you've, you're able to add, for example, the transportation very quickly yeah. because it's your, your, uh, already part of your offering. So, uh, you know, and I think, uh, so Matthias knows that I always mention the, the trust element as being key uh, for platforms. And I think obviously this is uh, something that uh, the, the image of Suez uh, yeah, of mm -hmm. is bringing. Uh, um, and so I'm, I'm very happy. Uh, I think we're going to have soon uh, to conclude, but uh, um, I'm very happy that we've got, uh, we've invited you because I think it's a great example. Uh, uh, we always uh, say that uh, platforms are, a perfect uh, business model for embracing, uh, for addressing uh, our uh, current uh, society challenges like sustainability or, or other uh, society challenges that are systemic challenges and platforms are systemic business models. And this is a you know, perfect example of how you are addressing or redesigning or reinventing or even inventing a value chain or, or, or structuring a value chain uh, to, to bring value and bring impact and sustainability. So um, this is a very uh, perfect example. Maybe we, we, we also do this podcast so that others can learn. So what, based on your journey you have gone through so far, what would be one or two key advices you would like to give to other kind of platforms also approaching um, the platform economy, but also sustainability, circular economy, and so on. So what would be your key learnings from the journey so far? Mm, I would say like we can simply say that um, make this marketplace platform, this digital tool uh, easy for your users and, and, and clients. It can be a simple advice, but I think it's really true. Uh, really listening to the, to the needs of your users 
and adapt your your tool to it, especially if you're in a, a not digital uh, native users. Making things easy is hard, right? Yeah. <laughs> great. Well, thank you very much to both of you. It's been great. Um, hopefully we can have you uh, again for another podcast in about uh, a few months or a year or so to see how you progressed, yeah, how, you, how you went into Germany. <laughs> yes, yes. <laughs> And, uh, but for this time, thank you very much. It's been welcome. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, thank you for joining. Thank you. And all the good best for you and your journey with organics. Likewise. Thank you, Matthias. Thank you very much. Thank you, Natalie. Bye. Bye.